to Crazy Big Dreams Podcast with me, Tammy Meyer, your host and success strategist, granting crazy big dreams and helping high-achieving women in direct sales step into confident leadership skills and transfer belief to your emerging leaders. Because the leader you've been to get where you are is not the leader you need to become to get where you want to go. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to episode 82. Our topic for today is not one I chose. It chose me. Have you ever felt that way about something? Maybe the company you work for or the business you've built? Some of you I know feel that it chose you. And I find this admirable because it tells me you were open to receive. An undeniable trait of high-achieving leaders is their willingness to receive. You can find the full transcript of this episode at crazybigdreams.biz 82. This is my very personal story for you, and I'm here today to share it and the perspective shift it created for me. This is not typical because I'm a pretty private person, or I'm working to be less that way. When I know it can serve others and when I'm feeling drawn to share. This is a personal story and I may get emotional and that's okay. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because the shift in perspective this experience has given me is profound and I've been surprised by it and wouldn't have happened without this experience, I believe. But We have to be open to receive, to embrace, to be curious, and let difficult situations shape us. So this is what happened. Recently, my baby, my one-year-old, who I still call my baby, had a strong allergic reaction to food, specifically eggs. Now, I know this can be a really difficult topic for many. Their relationship to food is a very personal thing. How you eat, what you eat, don't eat, how others feel about what you eat, all of that. I'm a vegetarian and some days vegan, other days pescatarian, but I've been vegetarian for all of my adult life. So I have a bit of experience with particular food preferences and how they are received just here to say that I know food is a big topic for a lot of people and I don't take that lightly. Not to mention what we feed our babies and how we feed them and all that you can unpack with that. It's not lost on me. This is simply my personal experience and how it created a big shift for me. I suggested to my husband that we try eggs. He was getting breakfast ready while I was outside with our other kiddo So I didn't know if he did or didn't give him eggs or what he actually fed um, the baby. But when dad walked out with the baby, I immediately asked, what did you just feed him? He said, eggs. I said, you need to watch him closely because it looks like he's having a reaction. Now, I can be what I'll self-describe as a super passionate type of mom, especially when it comes to their health. And I own it. Both my babies started out in the NICU, so their health is something I get passionate about in an intense way sometimes. Okay, most of the time. It comes with the territory of their NICU experience for me, and that's maybe a topic for yet another episode. But I finished outside with their other kiddo, and when we went in, baby was fussy and cranky, 
He's almost never fussy and cranky. It's just not his temperament. Dad said, I think we have an allergy to eggs. His face was red and spotchy. He also still gets eczema flares, though. But I knew as soon as I saw him, this was not that. He just wanted to be held. He started itching and rubbing his face, and I held him, and he was looking a little sleepy, which is also not his temperament. But it was getting close to nap time. So I made a bottle and took him to his nursery to rock and cuddle. As soon as I sat down, everything came up and up and up and up. Oh, I have a thing with throw up. I just can't handle it. It's every time he's gotten sick, he's done it all over mom, of course. He then started breaking out in hives as we were talking through who was going to take him to the ER or urgent care. Do you debate this with your spouse or partner? I'm always for the ER, my husband not so much, because the wait can be hours before you're seen, and I get it. So this was a bit of a discussion, although very quick, because we are, of course, deeply concerned and working to stay calm and level-headed. Okay, I was working on it. My husband is always calm and level-headed, always. After talking it through, we both agreed he would take him to urgent care and I would stay with our other kiddo. So I immediately sat down on the floor after they left with my other kiddo and we started praying. He had to be okay. I think this prayer time set the tone for the day with my other son. He was pretty calm and agreeable, something he doesn't usually do for mom, especially because he strongly prefers dad, like always. But he knew we were worried and we wanted to get baby to the doctor. So they get to urgent care and he got sick again. They gave him an epi injection and a steroid injection. He met his length of observation at urgent care and they said to take him to the ER for further treatment and observation. So dad takes him to the ER where they gave him Benadryl. He throws that up and they wait in an exam room for observation. This is all taking the majority of the day, like eight hours. And my husband is not getting great reception or service on his phone, but he's updating me when he can. I know, right? I am so nervous and worried. I had a brief period of time where my mind, it went dark. It went it went to the worst case scenario and I was really scared. Then a picture and a text came from my husband. I think his face is starting to clear up. The medicine seemed to be working. Praise the Lord. We prayed again. I can't tell you the relief I felt, but I wasn't going to be completely okay until my baby was back home and I could hold him, right? It's so hard because I don't want to leave his side, but my husband is always more calm and level-headed when it comes to the kids and the doctors. So after baby drank a bottle and kept some food down in the ER, they sent them home with prescriptions and to see his doctor for full allergy testing. He was going to be okay. I, on the other hand, needed more time. I tell you what, to be that scared and helpless, and then to feel such gratitude and relief once I could squeeze him again, This experience shaped me. How could it not? I look at everything differently. I hope I never lose this perspective. This shaped me. It changed me as a mom. It changed me as a spouse, for sure. 
And it's changed me as I go about my work, my every day. It's given me more patience and grace. I feel an even bigger purpose than I did before. I'm still sorting through that part of it, but I was open to it. Or it could have never shaped me. When we change as people, we change as leaders too. We can't live our personalities and roles compartmentalized, at least not for very long. It's too much work. It would be exhausting. When we change as people, we change as leaders. When you think about the life experiences that have shaped you, how has it changed you as a leader? I'm going to pose that question to you one more time because so many leaders I work with haven't quite connected the dots on this. When you think about the life experiences that have shaped you, how has it changed you as a leader? It's so important to not only acknowledge that you were open to receive this, but to identify what shifted for you. What's different now? And you know what? It's okay if you're the only one that knows the impact and the shift. If you keep it to yourself, these lessons and experiences can be incredibly personal. We can feel vulnerable. And it's important to be decisive about when and if you share. I hope that by me sharing my personal experience, you can see how the impacts on us as people will undoubtedly shape us as leaders in addition, if we let it, if we're open to it, and if we take pause to connect the dots. I'm more patient. I've been giving more grace all around me, but especially to myself. And that's worth sharing with you because being open to receive the lesson is how we allow this to happen for ourselves. Even my mantra at the end of every podcast episode, the best is yet to come. It feels different when I say it now, even that. I hope that you'll click over to your crazy big dreams on Instagram and share one thing you're taking with you from this episode. It would mean a lot to me after sharing such a personal story. The best is yet to come, friend. Always. I am so grateful we had this time together today. Thank you for tuning into Crazy Big Dreams podcast. Please share this episode with other savvy leaders in direct sales and find me on Instagram at your crazy big dreams. Simply press subscribe so you don't miss an episode and drop a review.